0: Hey, this is Leah, and you're listening to Ads with Leah, a paid social podcast. This podcast provides creative first digital advertising education for impact driven businesses and marketers who care more about quality than they do about quantity. Stay tuned to learn how to make amazing ads that help you reach the right people and attract and engage your ideal audience. In today's episode, I'm interviewing my good friend, Katie Momo. We actually met at an active campaign training session that was hosted here in Montreal. It was 2019. I had just moved to the city and didn't know anyone here. And she was my table mate at the training session. And we clicked super well and see eye to eye on a lot of things in business and in marketing. I wanted to do an episode for the podcast about customer research because this is something that I've mentioned in previous episodes that is so important and absolutely invaluable to the process of making good ad creative, doing a good job of customer research, talking to your customers, learning their language, the way they talk about things. All of this will make your ad creative so much more powerful and effective. I immediately thought of Katie for this episode topic because it's something I've heard her talk a lot about and something that I know she does really well. So I knew she would bring a lot of value and I can't wait for you to listen and hear the amazing tips and strategies that she shares. So let's listen to the interview. Hi Katie, thanks so much for being here today. Why don't we get started with a bit about your background and what you do?
1: sounds great. So I am a copywriter and content specialist. So I have been working with online businesses for, well, well, businesses in marketing for like, 15 years now. <laughs> it's crazy to think of that. And then I started specializing in online business. So I really predominantly focus on the online course and program market, but I've done, I've worked with many different kinds of businesses as well. So I've done a lot of the launch campaigns in order to get people into their programs. So the sales pages, the sales emails. So it's all about really understanding the client. Like what are they struggling with? What What is the outcome that they're looking for and what program is going to find them that solution. So it's really about aligning what that person is looking for and showing them how this particular offer is going to help them.
0: That's awesome. So for this episode, I I really wanted to dive into customer research because I think that's such an important part of making really good ad creative. And even though you don't necessarily specialize in advertising, I feel like from so many of our conversations, I've heard from you that you use customer research and you're always sharing examples of times that you've used customer research in your copy. And so I thought you'd be a perfect person to talk about this with. Yeah.
1: And I mean, I think the whole like ecosystem, they all tie together. Like the ads need the rest of the copy in order for it to work. The copy needs the ads in order to get the traffic. So it's like all intermingled. You can't just focus on one because it's like, it's like, imagine you you have a person. It's like, you need to have everything in your body to have it work. So I just think of the whole thing together. You know, it's like, I need you, you need me. We're (laughs) we all make the whole system work together. So it's fun to see actually, you know, the work that I do feed the ads, because of course you can pull from the work that I've done into the actual ads themselves. So it's really fun to see how we can actually work together and how we work with different ad managers and organic marketers and what whoever else is on that particular person's team to make this all work.
0: Mm-hmm. That's so true. It's going to be a much more cohesive experience for the customer if the ad, the landing page, you know, the, the whole funnel and the entire experience has consistent language and messaging in it. So in your really? opinion, why is customer research so important?
1: Well, we really need to understand what that person is looking for in order to actually speak to what they need. Because oftentimes, like us as creators, product creators, offer creators, we see something in a completely different way than how our ideal clients are looking for it. So if we speak to it just from our perspective, we're not going to say the things that that person is going to realize. Especially, I work with a lot of people who can be quite technical. So these explaining things and like the jargon of their particular industry and it doesn't like their ideal clients have no idea like like they don't even think it applies to them it just goes like right over their heads so there's no way that you can actually connect with somebody and have them buy something if they just don't even understand how it works that is even for them (laughs) so using their language and how they describe things it's that is how we're able to show people like hey you know what you have this problem we have the particular solution to that. Here's how it works. And then that is how people actually understand like, you know what, this is for me, I'm gonna buy.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you have any examples of that of, of times that you've used customer research, and it has landed really well with the audience? Yeah, actually,
1: I was just working on a sales page and I'm going to be working on the sales emails too. So it's my brain is sort of in this one, which is kind of fun. Um, this particular offer is it's fantastic. It has incredible track record of getting like phenomenal results for their clients, like people who have suffered with digestive health issues for like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. They've used this program and they've like people are saying like, I am 100% like fix like like they never thought that their life would be normal again basically they're always so used to having all sorts of digestive issues not probably things we want to talk about on the podcast but you know lots of toilet trouble not very fun (laughs) um so the original sales page was it was quite clinical because of course there's so much science behind this right um but the way that a medical professional describes it and the way that, like, you know, you and I would describe it, what we're going through um, and and the solution that we need, like, like night and day. <laughs> so mm-hmm. when I was going through the testimonials that this client had, um, that is when I started getting some of the big aha moments of what these people, like what, what was the big shift for them? And one of the one, I'm just getting chills thinking about it. <laughs> one of the big ahas was that people were saying, you know, what I realized is I thought I was being healthy. I was eating all healthy foods. I can tell you what's a, a healthy food. I've read all the blogs, yada, yada. But what I've realized is that healthy eating isn't the same for everybody. Every, like what is healthy for me? may not be healthy for you and may not be healthy for someone else so you need to have a customized healthy eating plan in order to actually feel well and to have your body function properly and it's like you know they were basically continuously on an everyday process just basically like poisoning themselves with the food that they thought was supposed to be right for them and when I read that I was like oh my gosh like it was like a recurring theme that kept coming up in her testimonials so that was a sign to me that like okay like a lot of people think this is an important point so it's like looking for those repeated points instead of like the one-offs can be really great but when you start seeing the themes arise that tells you this is a really powerful thing like multiple people are having the same sort of realization and results so I was able to incorporate that into the copy so like you know when people have that realization of like healthy eating doesn't look the same for everyone. I need a personalized plan for what is right for me. And this is how we're actually going to do that. It paves the way for the sale because people understand where it's like, ah, this, this is why this is going to work. This is why this is different.
0: Mm -hmm. So you mentioned customer testimonials. That's such a great place to do customer research. Where else do you like to look when you're doing that research? Yeah, I
1: love, so testimonials are one of the first place that I start because those are people that have definitely gotten results enough to the point that they want to talk about it. So they're usually a fantastic place as like sort of my ground zero. So there's sort of two different levels. I know that I was talking with you about this before is that there's the research that I do. And then there's the research that I have my clients do because I am not talking or typically sometimes they hire me to do this. I'm not typically talking directly to their clients so I will give them recommendations of what I think that they should talk to their clients about and interview them to see what are you know what's coming up for them so I remember you were asking like what kind of questions do you ask so do you want me to, to cover some of those questions sure now, like yeah, let's, questions? yeah let's get into that okay sounds good this is so valuable. Like I have people ask these questions all the time. I get them to record it on Zoom and then I get them to transcribe it. And then once it's transcribed, one of the best ways that you can do this, it sounds so goofy, but it really, really works is just sort of let your eyes glaze over and scroll through the transcript. And you are going to see things that sort of pop out at you because if it is catchy enough that it's like getting through your like sort of like glazed over eye that tells you there's something there like there's something interesting there and that is almost always how I find some really really great language that I can use because it's like okay it's gotten through this filter of where I'm, I'm glazed over there's going to be something super powerful there so it's such a simple and goofy way to find incredible stuff and here's the questions that I ask so first of all Um, we want to understand what they want, right? So that goes back to like what I was talking about in the first part where it's like, what, what is the thing that they actually want? How do they say it in their words? So you can say something like, okay, so in regards to like this topic, whatever your offer is, like finish this sentence for me. I just wish I could dot, dot, dot. Like that is such a good indicator of what they're actually looking for. And sometimes you actually don't even need to ask that. Like sometimes you don't even, you can just find things that they've written where they're like, oh, I just wish I could, or maybe it was on a sales call and they're like, I just wish I could X, Y, Z. That is such a sign for you to be like, okay, that is the exact thing that they're looking for. And then you can get more specific. You can say something like, you know. Um, what do you want, you know, whatever your topic is, what do you want business to look like, for example, what are you working towards? So that's like another way that you can sort of get to that same answer. And with all of these questions, it's really important to go below the surface. So sometimes the answers that they give you will be like, so for example, going back to the gut health example, someone might just be like, I just want to feel well. That's a good starting place, but that doesn't tell you specifically, specifically what they're looking for. And then when you dive deeper, they might be saying something like, you know what, I want to go out for dinner with friends and not have to be worried the whole time that, you know, I might have to go to the bathroom and I'm stuck in a restaurant where there's just like one little bathroom and it's going to be super embarrassing. So you might get these surface responses first and that's good it's a great place to start but it's up to you to sort of start going deeper and be like tell me more about that oh that's that's interesting can you tell me of a time when that happened so those those deeper level questions are going to start revealing the real meat of it so let's go on to the second question and we want to really understand why this matters to them so you can just ask them like hey why is this important to you like like, what is this going to mean to you? What is the difference that will this make in your life? So like, sometimes we have the, the obvious things. (laughs) Let's say for business, um, I would have a client who's like, oh, I want to have more clients. And it's like, okay, well, what's the purpose of more clients? Oh, well, I'm going to make more money. What's the purpose of more money? I can start doing more things that I want to do with my life. I can if I'm making more money, I might actually be able to step back and spend more time with my family. So now we start getting them to the real important things. It's not just like clients is just one thing, but it's like, so that you can, so that you can, so that you can. So it's stringing all of these real deep reasons together to find what, what really, really matters to them.
0: Mm-hmm, I love that. Yeah. People and, often, you know, they don't, they don't even realize their own motivations. Right. And so when you're asking those questions and, and digging deeper and deeper, you can really get to the root of what they're actually wanting with that offer.
1: You're so right about that. Like very often when I'm asking people these questions, because on occasion clients do hire me to do this and people will be like, like, it does take them a second. Cause it's such a simple question, but nobody is asking them that in their regular daily life. So it is, it's so
0: true what you said. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you said sometimes clients hire you to do this. And then other times you have your client do the research themselves. Yes, that's right. Okay. And how do you recommend that they do that? Is that like, you know, interviewing their customers or what are some other ways that they can find out these insights from their customers? Yeah, sure. So I almost always start
1: with a Zoom interview, seeing if I can get somebody to do that just because we can get the transcript. You can, it gives you the space to go deeper with that. Like instead of the, like some people try to do like a form or just like answering uh, questions in an email, but very often those will yield those surface level responses. And it doesn't give you the opportunity to like go back and forth and massage it and find the deeper things that really, really matter to them. So ideally, if we can get them on an interview, that's, I would say the best way to do it. Another way that's been working quite well, is just having DM conversations with your clients. Just because it's like casual, it doesn't feel like you know sometimes interviews people feel like very like stiff and formal and that's not what we want at all so sometimes when you just like throw out a question to them over the dms they'll they'll respond and a great way to do this is let them know like hey you know what you can respond over voice because it's so much easier for people to respond when they're talking versus when they're typing it's just like our brain works in a very different way and speech comes so much more naturally to to us so you tend to get better responses when people are speaking versus when they're writing
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah, I've never done customer research in the DMs before. So I love oh that. That's gosh, such it's a, so yeah, it's such an interesting way to do it. Any other websites, places that you look for this kind of research? Like what if the what if the client doesn't have any testimonials, or they're just getting started and see, so they don't have that type of, of content to look at?
1: Yeah. Well, there's quite a few different places that you can do. I actually was going to mention one that somebody mentioned on one of your other podcast episodes, which is Reddit. It's mm-hmm. fantastic for customer research. It is, it is. It's a mind pit. It can. There's some grotty stuff in there. I'm not going to lie, but my goodness, it can be so good for customer research. Um, Another fantastic way to do it is looking at the testimonials of other people like in a similar space. So if you have a competitor, go look at their sales page. What are their clients saying? Right. Also to Google map reviews. So good. Like go find people who are doing something similar or businesses that offer something similar and go through those reviews. They can be just an absolute goldmine of information. That's been one I've been using a lot recently, and it's been incredible. And similarly, Amazon reviews, really, really good. Now, Amazon does have a problem with fake reviews, but after you've read a lot of reviews, you can sort of sniff them out. (laughs) You can sort of identify what's not a genuine review. And one thing I was doing recently, which was so helpful. Um, So going back to the sales page that I just wrapped up about digestive health is we were looking to describe the process in a way that clients understand it because it was very, very science. (laughs) And one thing we did is I looked up blog posts of people who've been through a similar situation. They went through like a similar process, not the same, but there are parallels to it. And it was incredible the amount of information that was on there and in their words, right? So it's like a regular person who's just going through it, describing everything that they went through. And I was able to sort of like match up to be like, okay, like here is the science bit. Here are different blog posts of how other people describe it. So I was able to translate what happens in that particular stage in a way that people can describe it. So that was such a great way to do it it's like looking up like one of those mega blog posts where people give like their the full reveal of like what happened to them and yeah incredible incredible work
0: wow yeah what in in your opinion what do you feel is the most important information to learn about your customer from this process
1: really I guess it depends on what part of The copy you are working on so for example in the beginning you do need to understand like hey what what are their goals like what what are they looking for and on the flip side of that I consider them sort of like the same part of the same coin is what are they struggling with what what are how is this showing up in their life right and not just being like I find so often people will sort of default to like explaining to the problem the problem is that like oh you're frustrated you're struggling right now. And it's like, with what? (laughs) Frustrated with what? (laughs) We need to get down into it in a way that reflects their life. Like we really want to like hold up a mirror to them and be like, this is, this is you right now. So that's how people can really understand that you understand what they're going through because they read it and they're like, mm-hmm. like if they're nodding while they're reading this the whole time, it's like, oh yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. So on another client that I was working with who helps people with weight loss, she had she had done her research and it was amazing. So one of the things that came up for her is that her clients were saying, I feel like I'm never in the pictures. I'm always the one behind the camera taking pictures of all of my friends, but I don't want to be in the pictures. So there's no pictures of me. It's like, I'm just documenting other people's lives. And that was just heartbreaking. Like, she's like, I want to be in the photo, like, and feel good about it. Not just be in the photo, but feel proud to be in the photo. And that was just like, oh, such a good thing because that, that gives a glimpse into their life, into their psyche. It helps you experience what they're going through for just a moment. Um, And that person who's going through that, they look at that and they're like, yeah, that's me. That's me right now. So it's such a great way to sort of like capture that slice of life. Like, what are they actually going through instead of saying like, oh, you want to lose weight? Like, okay, yeah. But what is the deeper problem here? Like, what are they actually struggling with? It really helps people connect with you.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel like a common theme I'm hearing from you throughout this is specificity and really getting super specific with drilling into really like what they want, what their what their life is like and having copy that really reflects what they're struggling with and what their desires are and their pain points. Totally. Yeah,
1: exactly. I, I swear I say the word specificity every single day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Awesome. Um, is there any any final thoughts or tips or anything on customer research that you'd like to share?
1: I think knowing that people actually like to talk about themselves because people are always really nervous about like, oh, I don't want to bother them. You're not gonna bother them. It's okay. People first of all like to talk about themselves. So you're giving them a platform that they can do that. And second of all, if you say like, hey, I remember like when you were when you came to me and like, you know, you were really struggling with XYZ. I want to show more people who are in that same position that I can help them. They also want people to be helped. They they don't want people to feel that way or be struggling with that or they want people to get that amazing outcome that you get for them. So they have that empathy as well, right? Like that's just internal to most people. So it's not like you're bothering them or doing a disservice you're actually giving them an opportunity to use their voice which is such an honor for them so it's a really beautiful thing to be able to do that and you will really appreciate your offer so much more when you see it from their perspective like Very often clients will be like, I never, I had no idea people were using it for this, or I had no idea the the real impact this makes. So it actually raises your confidence level and makes it easier to go out there and sell it because you're just like, yeah, this is really good. This is amazing. And that just makes it so much easier when you feel that way.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah the product itself can even evolve like the offer itself can evolve as the the business learns how customers are using it from this process
1: Absolutely. yeah and sometimes it opens up a whole other market like people were like i had no idea like those people were using it like whoa and sometimes a whole other marketing like angle as well so it's really really like there's so many good things about talking to your clients just we could do like 10 other podcasts on it
0: yeah totally and it's so true like you said that most of the time customers are excited to share their feedback and they're excited when you want to hear their opinion so it shouldn't be a a nerve-wracking thing to to want to ask them to do this research
1: I was actually just looking at a Twitter thread this morning that Canva had posted where they said, like, if you had the power to to add or change anything to Canva, what would you do? And there's over 300 comments already because that's just another example of giving people the opportunity to to voice their opinions and rolling back into your point where it's like they are going to make a better product out of it just
0: because they're getting that input from their clients. That's amazing. They're going to get so much, so many good ideas from that it's really good (laughs) yeah well thank you so much katie where can people find you online to learn more about you and your work
1: yeah well thank you so much for having me this has been a pleasure i just love talking about this stuff i know how important it is so if anyone wants to come and chat with me more about it i'm at katymomo.com and you can find me on instagram at hello katie momo
0: thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast and i'll see you next time